Ryan Poles had a press conference today in which he absolutely released the fact that he is not telling y'all or us a goddamn thing. And he reiterated the fact of why anybody who's telling you they know what the Chicago Bears are doing, Ryan Poles just solidified the fact that it ain't coming. We're also going to look at some of the better interior defensive line prospects for the Chicago Bears that they could be looking at on day two of the draft. And we're going to go into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host there, Hayes. More importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content for today. So, listen, Ryan Poles had a press conference today. It was a shorter press conference, if you even want to call it that. It really was a press conference that should have just been an email. Ryan Poles didn't really tell anybody anything, and he handled the questions in the same way that he always did have. Now, he did answer some questions. He talked about this. He said, it depends on what opportunities pop up. If we go down that road, I want to do right by Justin as well. No one wants to live in the grave. I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. We'll gather the information. We'll move as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush. He also said he understands how uncomfortable it is for Justin. But part, it's part of this business and its unique situation. But when Ryan Poles was asked about when he would like to have the decision uh, uh, made, he said tomorrow. Now, that was a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But at the end of the, Ryan Poles, the things that he did say. Now, I know I, I made jokes. He really didn't say a lot. But the things that he did come out in this press conference and say, he did say that, you know, a lot of people talk about this part of it being Justin versus whoever. He says it's not about Justin versus anyone. It's about making the right decision and the best decision for the team. When he was asked about if private workouts would help how he feels about the decision, he said absolutely. He is going to want to have those private workouts with those players. And that really goes to, I think, any player in the draft. Now, we have had instances where Ryan Post have drafted people, but they didn't work out. But, you know, those private workouts, especially if you're looking to move on from a quarterback, that just makes sense. They're not throwing in this draft combine as well. And there are chances of some 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 backdoor private workouts happening. Whoa, was that a pause? That may be a pause. But some private workouts happening in the draft combine that aren't made public. Now, he was asked about the concept of getting his guy. And what I loved about Ryan Poles, he said it's not about getting my guy. He wanted he made that clear. It's about the team. And so, you know, that's kind of some of the conversation around the Chicago Bears as well, is that could Ryan Poles be looking to get his guy at the quarterback situation or the position? And he really did, you know, rebuff that uh, 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 quite a bit. And But this overall, this exercise, this press conference, whatever you want to call it, was really just Ryan Poles reiterating what we already know. The Chicago Bears aren't releasing their plans. They aren't releasing their information. And I still don't think that they have fully made that decision yet, despite what some people will tell you. Now, Ryan Poe saying that he wants to have the decision done soon does make sense, right? But you're not going to make that decision until you get a chance to work out privately with these people. And I've seen you guys as well, some people in the comments saying, well, the NFL has people getting gathering information. It's not the same. That is personal personality information. Yes, there's tons of tape and everything on the guys. But we know Ryan Poles, the fit and character has always been a big part of the players that Ryan Poles has drafted and even signed to that matter, right? He really doesn't go after anybody with big character concerns. Now, I'm not saying that to crap on any of the prospects in here. I'm more so saying that that until Ryan Poles gets an opportunity to sit down and talk with these guys, I truly don't think a decision is going to be made until then. And so I like what Ryan Poles said in this, and he's keeping an open mind, an open mind that I wish more Bears fans did keep as well. 
despite what, if you want to see them keep Justin, if you want to see them uh, draft Caleb, whatever it is, Brian Post is going into this looking at it. He also was asked about the potential Hall getting back and things like that. And he said a lot of the things that we that we already known. So the draft combine going on for the rest of this week for agency opens March 11th. And we'll see that the, if, if Ryan Pose is truly, you know, wants to resolve the quarterback situation soon, there's still only a, a certain amount of time in which you can get it done. But you have opportunities to interview and have workouts and all those things with these with these type of players. So, you know, we'll, we'll really take a look at that, um, at, at what comes down to it. But Ryan Pose has the right mindset for, for it. And that's the thing, regardless of where you sit on the quarterback conversation, you want a GM that is that is objective in that it is going into it, reviewing it for what's going to be best for the team. And that was the one thing to take away from this press conference from Ryan Poles is that he is truly focused on doing what the right thing is for the Chicago Bears franchise moving forward and getting us to a place where we are going to be able to get uh, or have the team that we deserve, that they want to put out there that's, that's successful going on playoff runs, whatever it is. Ryan Poles is somebody that I trust to do that, and his mindset seems to be on point with that. But let me know what you guys think on that little bit of press conference that happened. Now, with that said, before the press conference, because I didn't know that was going to happen, I'm not even going to front of you guys, I came here to talk about some of the the, the lineman, uh, defensive lineman prospects that the Bears could go after. Now, this is three prospects, which is kind of what I'm going to keep these daily episodes at. Now, I may revisit it. I may, you know, go back in a week or so and go three more prospects, but I like to keep it at three, kind of to, to really be able to break it down, not rush through it too much. But these are mo- mainly prospects that are that are slated to go on day two of the NFL draft. Some could go day one, right? But we'll see. The first one I want to talk about is a, is a player that's projected to go right now in the third round, and that is Makai Wingo. Now, this is a guy who, I, the physicality part of it, he, he checks everything on the box. Now, we know that the Bears want a three-tech, right? Now, I'm not saying that he's going to project to be that. He's 6'1", he's 295 pounds, he's 20 years old, from LSU. This guy is strong. He has an explosive first step that is almost unmatched, right? And he's going to have that ability with this strength to get to the backfield, both to break up the run game and the passing game as well. That first step of his is so dangerous that he ends up getting past offensive linemen at, at, at a great rate. And so it seems like the Bears, per some of the things that I've read, aren't necessarily as enamored with Zach Pickens as they are Javon Dexter. Doesn't mean they're giving up on Pickens, but I can see them going interior defensive linemen at some point. And like I said, that first step is amazing for him. The movement, his quickness for his size, those things are all on point. He hustles, he never gives up, and he's, he's a pass rusher. Uh, and he can be used in the rushing game as well. So he's more of a uh, uh, can be used on the inside and outside as well. And he got better every year that he was in college football. So those are some things. Now, the, the some of the weaknesses for him. He's a little bit short for the position. Now, while he has the size, the, the speed, and the strength, that may not be a, a big thing. And he has some issues with his get-off. Now, we already saw that with Javon Dexter as well. He was working on his get-off to start the season off. I think by the end of the season, he was pretty solid still some hand technique things that he need to look look at as well but again he works hard enough he has that work ethic enough that I that I that I like it and sometimes as well he's not he's not a player that's going to has played every single down so but that may work for the Chicago Bears we know that Eric Washington is a a coach that likes to rotate out his defensive line a lot so he could play into that and he struggles versus double teams now we don't know if he's going to get double teamed a lot if the Bears have edge rushers, and we already got Montez Sweat. If they get another another solid edge rusher, that's something that he may not uh, not really affect him heavily at the NFL level. And he doesn't have the true star upside either, right? 
He doesn't project to be the superstar defensive lineman, but he does project to be a damn good one. And I think if you have an overall solid defensive line, he could really shine in that. So this is a guy that I'm really excited about as well that the Bears could draft. And the next up I want to talk about is from, you know, I'm an Ohio State guy, Michael Hall Jr., interior defensive lineman out of Ohio State, 6'2", 280 pounds. He was third team all Big Ten. And when it comes down to strengths of this guy, it's his strength, the actual strength, his motor, he does not give up, and his reaction. He has great instincts, absolutely great instincts. A little bit undersized. He does have an injury concern as well, so that's kind of why he's pushed down. I would say if he wasn't, if he didn't have the injury concerns that he that he has, I do think that he'd probably go higher up in this draft. But he is somebody absolutely that could take a look at. He is a three tech for sure that he, that he can operate in that way for the Chicago Bears. And we know that Matt Eberflus, his defensive system, the three tech is so important in what Matt Eberflus's system likes to do defensively. So I think that could be a really good one for him. Again, really good quickness, uh, really good uh, uh, um, instincts, really good uh, strength as well. He's going to have to work on that a little bit coming into the NFL level. And he's, his reaction time and agility make it work really good for him, especially moving laterally against offensive linemen. So this is a guy that I really, really like. He, he does project to be a starter, maybe not a star level, but again, he is a starter that can come in. He's going to go on day two. He could probably win a starting position right away, depending on what the Chicago Bears uh, get. I really like uh, Michael Hall as a prospect for the Chicago Bears. But again, I'm an Ohio State guy, so I'm a little bit biased when it comes down to that. That's just kind of my thing. And then next up I want to talk about is Jordan Jefferson, also out of LSU, 6'4", 315 pounds, uh, um, an all-Big 12 player academically in, in 2022 and 2001. This guy, when you talk about the first step explosiveness, everything, the motor, the strength, the point of attack, everything with that. And he has so much versatility in how in different schemes that he can work in. I think that he could be a great positional player for the Chicago Bears. Definitely can I can see him being uh winning a starting position as well, depending on what else we do with veterans there. I really, really like Jordan Jefferson. I think this guy has tons and tons of potential at that uh that interior defensive lineman for it. Now, the thing with him is that uh, he's not as good in the run, in the running game, right? So that's something to look out for. And he, you know, it, it's some it's some questions there. But this is a guy who transferred to LSU. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. In 2023, he began to see his career in West Virginia. This guy had his best season, 36 uh, tackles, seven tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks. Again, when you look at the physicality that he brings, as well as with that agility and how how smart he is, it, it, listen, it's really good. And he, and he had some success in the run game. I'm not going to act like he was completely terrible in it. He owns that line of scrimmage. This is a big guy, and especially in single coverage, that can definitely – uh, definitely work out for for NFL teams, and so you know, you know the the, the pl place where he needs to improve. Like I said, getting to the quarterback more consistently, I, I would like to see him improve in that pass rush for sure. Um, but the strength and the motor and things like that, especially if you have a deep defensive line, uh, and especially like I said, Eric Washington likes to keep him fresh. 
I definitely think that this is a guy. Uh, he has some. He's going to need some work. He's going to need to develop. And the the Bears may look at Zach Pickens and think, hey, while I, I like I said, I've read some things. They may not be as high on Pickens. He's still a developmental piece that they drafted, and they may look at that and say, why bring in another one? But I really like this guy as well. I think he can he can come in and help the Chicago Bears right away. He may be a depth piece initially, because especially with having Billings there and Billings having a, a a solid season as well. But outside of that, I really do like. Uh, like Jordan Jefferson and his possibility of coming to play for the Chicago Bears. And like I said, if the Bears did decide to draft him, I'm not, I'm not, it, it says a lot that there's two uh, LSU guys on this list, right? I think that says a lot as well, but in one Ohio State guy, but th- this, uh, th- these are definitely options for the Chicago Bears. And like I said, it's not the exclusive or, or extensive list. These are just three guys that I really would like to see the Chicago Bears take care of business with. And, you know, if they do get, especially on day three, they have, Tons and tons and tons of potential ahead of them. So we'll see what happens with that one. Now, this actually just came in. It seems like right now the Bears are working on an extension with Jalen Johnson, which is something that we've already had. Uh, So Pose did come out and say this. I would like to avoid the franchise tag as far as that. So we know that that tells us that the franchise tag is an option. He says that I feel like we're done. A good job coming uh, to the table strong. So seeming like they came to the table with their best offer. Um, and listen, if they want to avoid the franchise tag, of course, that's best for everyone, but it's good to know that that is in the back of the mind for the Chicago Bears, that they are that committed with not wanting to let uh, Jalen Johnson go, that the franchise tag is still an option. So that just came in. Thank you guys for that. But, you know, uh, what we like to do is we like to play voicemails, especially when the mail back has been backed up. We got two voicemails we're going to play today. This first one, this one's from Cole. Uh, hey, what's up? How we doing? Um... This is Cole again. Um, I just want to talk about a few things. Um, first of all, I appreciate you uh, um, noticing me and putting me on the podcast last time. Um, I want to talk about something a little different. Um, really, it, it's about the safety position and uh, the, the amount of possibilities that could happen. And I really like how you mentioned uh, Anton Winfield. Um, yeah, he is 5'9". But I think he would be an absolute stud for us. Um, We, you know, gave him a chance, or not gave him a chance, but we scouted him before. Um, You know, it didn't work out, whatever, we drafted someone else. But um, I really do think that he would be an absolute stud, and he's young, too. So um, I do like that. And, you know, with the whole Eddie Jackson thing, I just want to give my respect to Eddie. Um, That 2018 season that he had really changed you know, the whole Bears defense. I mean, he, he fucking killed that shit and he was, he was on it. Um, unfortunately, you know, after that, he kind of fell off, but I do love Eddie. Um, I, I have his jersey and, you know, I love him to death. So, um, respect to Eddie and I hope he has a, um, awesome future. But, um, I just want to hear what your thoughts are on the safety position. Um, do you think we would rather draft or do you think we should, um, you know, take a little, uh, uh, look at a veteran like Antoine Winfield because he's still young. Um, give me your thoughts and uh, Chicago up, bear down, baby. Let's go. Love what you said about Winfield Jr. and Eddie Jackson, right? Like, look, play, pay respect for Eddie Jackson. Yeah, it ended, you know, with the way, and that's that's most case scenario, right? It doesn't usually end good for players on teams. Like, it always comes down to some point. You you start declining, and Eddie Jackson just wasn't worth the contract that he was on. But he had some great moments here with the Chicago Bears. Now, you asked my thought on what the Bears do with the safety position. In free agency, I do like Winfield. 
I like I love Jaden Hicks in the draft as well. This is a guy I'm going to always talk about because I really do like that kid. Um, but I think it comes down to where they spend money in other positions. If they get a big-time edge or a big-name wide receiver and spend a lot of money on that, then I think that that's going to point towards what the Bears are going to do in the draft. They're probably going to address a safety position in the draft. So in the combination of those thereof. So I could see the Bears signing one to two big-name free agents. Now, one of those may be just re-signing Jalen Johnson for sure, getting another big-name free agent at a different position. But other than that, I think that it's going to be a lot of depth, a lot of quality signings, but not the big-time signings. So the safety, I like looking at the safeties in this draft and how you can get a starting-level safety later in the draft, it kind of points me towards that because you got to pay for safeties, right? So I think that they, that money may be allocated to other positions, especially with what you can get in this draft. But you could say that about the wide receiver, too. There are a lot of really good wide receivers in this draft. And if the Bears do decide to draft one of those wideouts with, with one of their first two uh, first-round picks, then maybe a safety is something they address. But we'll know sooner, sooner rather than later. Free agency opens up in a little over a week and a half. And that's when we'll start knowing what that's going to be. So I can see it really going either way. I think there are quality options for the Bears in both the free agency and the draft. And that's the magic of it all. The Bears have the draft picks, they have the ability, and they have the, the cap space to go after it in either way, decide, uh, depending on what they do. So they're going to they're gonna collect their intel, do their due diligence, and then we'll see what comes out on the other side of that. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from, uh, from Fred. So, yeah, boys, what up, man? It's the boy Fred. What it do? I thought I had to call back in and give y'all a better voice here, man. It's, it's Friday. I'm on the Mary Jane. Y'all get me playing the Mary Jane in the background. Hey, ch- check this out. Man, I just want to say, and I know Hayes told me, you know what I'm saying, tone down perspective. I got to get this off. I'm sorry, Hayes. No disrespect, though. I, I love the show, and I love calling in. Man, fuck Dave Kaplan. Fuck Alex Brown. Fuck the motherfuckers that eat the Fuck all the main media motherfuckers. If anybody want to be down with main media and don't want to use your common sense, fuck you too. I had to get that out the way. I had to get on my Tupac team. Yeah, man. I think, man, we need to go get us a good left tackle, a center, some receivers, get get Maserati Mar, get some receivers, another tight end. Let's get some good good backup guards and, and good tackles that can fill in and just get somebody to go down because you never know with Nate Davis or Seven Jenkins. You know what I'm saying? And get us another running back. Sign Danielle Hunter, sign Jalen Johnson, draft for us to safety, and, and, and we, what? We, we rolling. Get us some backup deep tackle and backup air thrust as well, too. I'm telling you, we back in, baby. You know what I'm saying? Man, we coming, man. Like I, like I, like I said, you know what I'm saying? Let people know. We coming. You're in a few pieces away. Man, I'm riding with JF1. We 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 for the ball, man. Because when I watched the, the uh they press conference, the coach's press conference, in so many words, if you read between the line and listen to him close attention, Shane Warren basically saying Justice, he, he, he can work with Justin Fields. And then if you see how Eric Williams, Eric Williams, he is fighting, you know what I'm saying, to work with that D-line because he ready. He, he, he knows the best. We got some we got some dogs, and, and we coming, man. So, man, motherfuckers better watch out, you know what I'm saying, because everybody sitting here sitting on, sitting on us and talking about, oh, we ain't going to be this trade, Justin Fields, man. Nah, you know what I'm saying, feel that. Cause when this man ball out, I don't want them. I want I want everybody pull their receipt and not for them to backtrack. Cause now you know what I'm saying they're gonna be backtracking and saying, oh, this woo no, we trade that pick, man, and let's get a hell of pick to see. Let's keep building. Let's keep, keep this team. You know what I'm saying and keep getting on some pieces like Ryan Paul said. And he's doing it the right way. Cause all the deals he had, they ain't know what to do. They want they ain't know how to build those things. Ryan Paul and Kevin Warren, 
we got good president and good GMs right along with the cutting in. So, man, I say to say that, man, y'all enjoy y'all weekend, man. Chicago up, that out, or nothing. First of all, Fred came in dropping the F-bombs. First off, I, I agree with everything that you said. I ain't going to bleep out a single word. The national media is getting on my goddamn nerves doing this whole entire process. As I know it is, a lot of Chicago Bears fans, and that's why a lot of us are over the, the shit. We're over the shit. So, you know, that's what it comes down to. But as far as the, the, the free agent moves, you listed a lot of them. At the end of the day, all I'm going to say is that this Bears team is in a position, this front office is in a position to drastically improve this team. And that is the most important thing. Take advantage of it. Improve this team. The expectations of playoffs shouldn't be that far off considering where we were, even if we do change the quarterback, which I know me and you, Fred, are both against that or don't think that that's what the Bears should do. But at the end of the day, like I keep saying, make the right decision. Get us to a position of being a winning football program, and that's the most important thing. We'll deal with the rest later. That's my opinion. You guys can let me know, as always, what you think on all that down below. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Shot Town Up, but Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. Where's Barry? Where's Barry? Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break, Break Media. Media. Media.